Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. As energy companies continue to make huge profits and no signs of our domestic gas and electricity bills going down, do we need the much-spoken-about windfall tax to be introduced and sooner rather than later. Fianna Fáil West Cork Dáil Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan thinks so and he joins me this morning on WhatsApp. Good morning to you, Christopher. Hey, Patricia. You're welcome to the programme. Does legislation need to be put in place before you can go after the energy companies for this windfall tax? Is that where the delay is? Yeah, it does. Uh, We need to put legislation in place. And just to to kind of put in context what's happening here and um, what's happening with energy companies in, in particular, um, you mentioned uh, energy companies and the extraordinary profits. And last week we had a had a publication of SSE Airtricity's profits. They're one of the companies that sell into the Irish market, and they they return profits in the twelve months uh, before April of two 
1.18 billion euro. So that's in the context of historical record high increases of electricity bills and energy costs. And similarly, in January, February, we saw the results of the ESB profits and they recorded profits of 847 million. And that's just in the in the Irish market. So this is the context of what we're looking for a windfall tax in. Um, it does have to be done legislatively. Uh, there, there's no way around this because this is a new form uh, of tax. So it has to be done through the, uh, uh, the Department of Finance. But um, what's what's really important here is, and I, and I guess it's important to explain of what a windfall tax is and, and why and why we're introducing a windfall tax. So you know, th there's a few different ways of of producing energy. Um, thankfully, we have more and more renewable energy coming online. So that's wind energy, solar, etc. The traditional way of producing energy was through fossil fuels, through coal and gas, etc. Now, over the last uh, 12 months in particular, any energy company who was um, a, who was generating their electricity through the use of gas, with the extortionate gas prices, clearly they as a response to that, had to put up their energy prices in order to make a profit. That makes sense. That's economics. But what was happening as well is those energy companies who a large portion of their energy generation comes from renewable energy, from wind, which wasn't subjected to the same increase of prices, they were charging the exact same rates as those companies that were using gas. Uh, so if that makes sense. So they, on the back of that, they were making huge profits. So what Europe decided back in a almost September, October now, is that they would introduce this windfall tax. But it's taken us, you know, um, this number of months to actually get the heads heads of bill. Now, we've gone through the pre-legislative scrutiny, but it's taking months and months. And, and we've already missed out on a large portion of that profit tax. For example, if we introduced that windfall tax back in December, let's say if we rushed it through the doyle, and um, we guillotined the legislation, we got it through, Ireland would have stood to get around two billion in windfall tax, which would really could, could could have given back to the consumer, to the homeowner, to the business. Because we've let it go so long, because it's gone so long, um, if we introduce it right now, we'd stand to only get between 200 million and 600 million. It's still a lot, it'll still help. But my concern is if we let this go even further, that actually what we get from these um, big profits will be will be less and less. So but that's you, kind of why I'm calling yeah, for it to be and, and I know when the ESB uh, group came out with their profit, they did say that they were forgoing any any profit that they made on residential charges and you know they gave the, the, the 50 euro credit back to their 1.1 million customers and I know some of the other utility companies uh, have done that but that's not enough you think? It's not enough and look it's 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 very easy for ESP to say that their electric electricity sub supply company which is Electric Ireland are separate from ESP. In the end of the day it's ESP group and they do have quite a a large section and some would say too big a, a share uh, in not just electricity generation but also the selling uh, the selling of their uh, electricity um, and uh, all the other aspects of the grid that ESP do have uh, con control over so you know it's 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 it is they're in a, a much more favored position because of the portion of the market that they have and because they're also involved in the uh, electricity generation so they're they're directly involved in some of the gas power supply stations that are uh, around the country. It's easier for them to uh, segregate Electric Ireland and say that they're not uh, operating a profit. But in the end of the day, this is ESB Group. They have the same CEO and they're they're generating the same profit. So, you know, I, I don't that doesn't that doesn't wash with me. Um, I and think someone else is saying, what about SSA, SSE Airtricity? They're owned by a British company. Would you be able to force them to pay windfall taxes? 
Certainly, because they're one of the suppliers uh, here in Ireland. There's absolutely, there's no doubt about that, and they're one of the electricity generators also. So, um, of course, they were one of the companies that we can target. And, and in fairness, I mentioned the 847 million that ESP have generated profits. A lot of the 2.18 billion for SSE electricity that wouldn't all be generated in Ireland and from the Irish market, obviously, because they're involved in the UK as well. Um, but either way, a lot of SSE electricity generation, in particular, because they're excellent, it must be said at uh, renewable energy, at wind, for example, uh, they'd be one of the biggest players in the wind market. A lot of the electricity that they supply to the market over the last 12 months has come from clean renewable energy that shouldn't be bound by uh, the extortionate increases that we've seen in gas prices. But mm. because of the way the uh, electricity market works, they're able to charge the same price per unit as those companies that do most of their generation through gas. And that's why this windfall tax is a mechanism where we can claw some of that back um, you know, they're making profits that they shouldn't really have made on, on the back of, of uh, clean renewable energy. So it, it's which is great. I mean, it's great. It's great that we can now see how cheap, uh, how much cheaper renewable clean energy that doesn't have the same emissions is to is to uh, is to generate. But we need to be able to claw back that um those profits yeah. and just and, the, and, the, the, and the most Cathy, important thing here is, is the consumers. Yeah, Cathy is making the point rather than go after them on windfall, windfall tax, can the government not force the energy companies to step up and start reducing energy costs to all of us? Yeah, absolutely. And look, plenty. We, we've had ESB uh, in front of our uh, Climate Action uh, Committee on several occasions now. And they have what's called a hardship fund. Uh, and the hardship fund for for I mentioned the eight hundred and forty seven million. Their hardship fund is only three million. That's that's to help pay with those in arrears. That's to help pay pay. Or that's to help support those who are finding it difficult to uh, meet their um, uh, bills. I mean, three million is a tiny percentage of their overall profits. And what we're asking, and we must remember, the government is the biggest shareholder in ESB. What we're asking is that they increase that hardship fund, and that's one way of doing it. Another suggestion has been a cap, a cap on the unit price. Uh, for me, that doesn't work. I mean, it sounds great in, in theory that you cap the unit price and therefore you wouldn't see the massive increases that w- we've seen. But in the end of the day, it's the state will fund that cap. So essentially, it's a blank check from mm-hmm. the Irish government to the to the energy companies to say, you know what, you pr- you you sell energy for whatever price you want to. We're going to make up the difference, and that's where that's who'll fund the cap. So it, it's a difficult one. I think that the windfall tax is a good way of doing it. And, it, and again, I just have to reiterate, it means that we can use, so at the moment we're talking between 200 million and 600 million, that can go directly back uh, into the pockets of the consumer uh, and the businesses who are at the moment, we're really still struggling. waiting for this hedging period. Yeah, I think the just on, on, on the hedging argument that's constantly put forward by the companies, is that starting to wear a bit thin? It, it's getting very frustrating because the last time we spoke, um, uh, Patricia, it must have been three weeks ago now, we were talking about the idea of the smart meters and bringing forward that cheaper nighttime rate. And then we talked about hedging and, you know, the the ESP companies, will, I th- sorry, the electricity companies will tell you, I think just to cover themselves, that hedging is done 12 to 18 months in advance. So they're saying, uh, you know, because peak gas prices were back in uh, August, September, October, that we won't see uh, the benefits of that hedging yet because the the, the gas that was bought then um, we, uh, we won't see that result for another 12 or for, uh, for 12 months from, I should say, December, October, October period. It does wear thin because we're going on quite uh, a long time now. We should start seeing, um, they, you know, once again, 
electricity companies and we're seeing the, the price of fuel go down we're seeing the price of gas go down on the on the wholesale market we're seeing those reductions happen that should now start to be passed on and reflected in, in consumers bills um so i i think that's really important and i think you know you asked you asked me what um what government could do in terms of, of tackling this i think that as as a group of of buyers and consumers that we can do something and and there's something that um i'm uh getting up and running here in West Cork and in my constituency in Corks at West. And that is to use uh, the power of group purchasing and aggregated spend. So what I'm suggesting is that if there are consumers out there, if there are consumers out there who are uh, struggling to reduce their energy prices when they switch, um, that we use our aggregated spending power. In in other words, there's economy of of scale. Um, And if anybody out there wants to get in touch with my office, um, and they want to, to, to email me their uh, current their yearly spend on electricity. All I need is their their name, their address, and their yearly spend. And if we, you know, one person alone can't make a big difference in terms of the the reduction in energy prices. But I genuinely believe in the power uh, of group purchasing. And if we can aggregate maybe one, two, three hundred people at the start, the numbers will build. Then we can go and 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 my office is offering to do this just as as a gesture to try and reduce prices. We can go to the energy prices. We can use those numbers and that aggregated spend to try and get better rates. Uh, for people out there, because things we're not seeing the the the, the reduction in um, prices that we thought we'd see. It's going to take a while for this windfall tax legislation to get through. But people don't have that time, uh, so I'm offering that service for anyone who okay. wants to avail of it. And they can, they okay. can email and, me. Out. And did you get anywhere with the this the nighttime tariff? Yeah. So as as I said, when when we met um, when when we met the Commissioner for Regulation of Utilities, they are the uh, the commission who actually decide the, um, uh, the the time that the night rate kicks in. They did agree that they'd go away and look at it. And now, again, that's about three or four weeks ago now. We haven't heard uh, back as to um, any results of the review of that. Um, I did bring it up with the Taoiseach. I brought, I, I brought up the, the whole cost of energy with the Taoiseach last week. And the two, the two things that we can do straight away is expedite this windfall tax legislation so that we can see those tax credits Go back into people's or those those energy credits go back into people's pockets, and the second thing is that we immediately review uh, that cheaper tariff to kick in at eight o'clock and not at eleven o'clock when everybody's in bed and they're getting absolutely no benefit from that cheaper rate. Um, so he did assure me that he would he, he would look into it, but you know looking into it was one thing. We need we really need to see action now on on energy straight away because um, we're we're coming up on a year since these real. Um, massive historical record increases in, in, in energy prices started kicking in. So we need to see that. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that the, the first bill starting to land without the €200 Euro energy credit in, in probably about six months. And then on top of all of that, uh, Christopher, on Thursday, the excise duty starts to go back up on petrol, uh, five cent and on uh, diesel, um, or six cent on petrol, five cent on uh, diesel, with two more of those increases uh, to come in the next number of months. Uh, people really are struggling at the moment. Yeah, and it's another blow, and I can understand the frustration. And and, and let's let's face it, none of us wanted to see see that happen. Of, co- of course, we're seeing uh, the cost of fuel at the uh, pump station and at the petrol stations uh, reduce, especially compared to where they were this time last year. And and um, uh, towards the end of, of 2022, we've seen a significant reduction. And this measure was always going to be a temporary measure. And of course, while 
um, revenue and while the exchequer and while the government's pockets are are doing okay in the, at the moment in terms of the economy and in terms of corporate tax uh, revenue, it's quite healthy. We know that um, there isn't a bottomless pit there and we have to, to manage things prudently. So while it is a blow, uh, and I certainly personally would like to have seen uh, that excise duty um, uh, abolition, abolition extended for uh, another while, we also have to face reality in that this was always going to be a temporary measure when it was first introduced it was flagged as a temporary measure um and there was always going to be a, an end to it and, and a definite end to it so um we th this is something i doubt very much is going to be reversed i think the the, the excise will uh, duty will come back on on petrol and diesel on a phased basis um but that said government is always looking at ways that we can um reduce uh, the burden of the cost of living. It, it is a crisis. There's no other other way of describing it at the moment. Um, you know, inflation uh, it has been an issue for the last 12 months. We've seen the cost of goods go up, the cost of shopping go up, the cost of energy that we've just spent the last 20 minutes talking about go up. Um, so we have to see an innovative ways of of, of reducing that burden on people. Um, but this is something that was, that was always going to be temporary. And unfortunately, um, I don't think there's any U-turn uh, on this one. OK, we got to leave it there. Uh, Christopher, thank you for that. And uh, keep us updated, particularly on that windfall tax uh, legislation. Thank you. But, yeah. and very, very briefly, if people do want to participate in this idea of aggregated spend and combining all forces, then I would urge them just to email me at christopher.osullivan at Oireachtas.ie. All um, data will be held, will be dealt with very sensitively under GDPR. And I think this could be a key way of using people power to, to reduce uh, costs. OK, all right. Thank you for that, thank Christopher. You. And uh, thanks for joining us. That is Fianna Fáil, West Cork Dáil Deputy uh, Christopher O'Sullivan. I just spotted a question in uh, Donald says, does Christopher know why petrol is going up one cent more than diesel from this uh, Thursday when everyone was told to move to petrol away from uh, diesel? I thought it was the other way. I thought everyone was told to move to diesel away from petrol. Uh, but the reason for it, Donald, is that when they reduced the excise duty, it was petrol that was 20 cent taken off the cost of petrol and it was less taken off the cost of diesel it was 15 so they're eventually bringing back that 20 cent and that 15 cent and it's been done they're going to do it gradually over three increases so that's why it's going to be slightly higher because in total 20 cent has to go back on uh, petrol at the end of it Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt Now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.